0: Morning, everyone God bless you so glad to be back with you this morning and uh, trust you had a wonderful weekend and uh, wonderful service whether you're streaming uh, or you were in service depending on what part of the world you're in uh, with this coronavirus going around um, of course many many people are uh, at home streaming services and so we just uh, pray the Lord's richest blessing upon you. If you have any questions or any feedback or any prayer requests, please let me know. You can send me a private message or we can uh, you can you can post it right underneath this video and I will get back to you just as soon as I can. We are continuing on the series on the coming of the Son of Man. This is part three. And so with that said, let's get right into it. Um, as we we finished off uh, our last episode last Friday, we were uh, talking about the healing and discerning line of uh, ministry of Brother Branham, and we're continuing uh, on that line, um, just a few quotes from the prophet explaining those things. So this is from the Sermon God's provided place of worship in los angeles california april 25th 1965 hallelujah i challenge this whole audience in the name of jesus christ if you if you could if your your conscience don't let it be seared with unbelief don't let it be frustrated can't you see the son of man the son of man in the form of prophetic message returning back in his church in prophecy Revealing Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's never been done through the age till this time. See, there is the proof of it. And he's making that statement right after discerning the sickness and the prayers of someone that was in the prayer line. To further illuminate this point, I want to read another quote from the sermon, The Rapture in December, 1965. Just before he went off the scene. See these things, my dear, see these things happen, my dear brother, sister, when God in heaven knows I could die on this platform right now. You just ought to walk around a while. It's just, it's tremendous when you see God come from the heaven, stand before the groups of men, and stand there, declare himself just as he ever did. And that's the truth with this Bible open. See, right, we're here. Amen. God himself comes down before groups of men and stands there and declares himself. He says, the main heart of it is the message. That's what it is, what comes from in here. He's trying to get the favor of the people so they'll sit and listen to him. See, for there's some in there that's ordained to life. God comes down to reveal himself to his people so they can get our favor, so that we'll sit and listen to him speak his secrets to our heart. Amen. Matthew 24, 37 through 39, I want to read. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Prophecy scholars teach that the coming of the Son of Man is an immediate, sudden event. But does Scripture teach us that? Yes and no. As I stated before, certain aspects of it are immediate events, but other aspects of it are not. As as it spoke in the 17th chapter of Luke, the coming of the Son of Man is likened unto the days of the Son of Man, or likened unto the days of Noah not the day that Noah entered the ark but the day of the days of Noah a period of time prior to the flood a period of time leading up to the flood so the flood was a sudden and immediate event it though it took 40 days but it came immediately the days of Noah was the time period where the sons of God, Adam's line, saw the daughters of men, Cain's line, that they were fair and took unto themselves wives, producing hybrid giants. They were eating and drinking in wickedness during that time period. It was a time of unprecedented evil. And God said that he regretted making man on the earth because all his ways were evil. It was a period of time. Noah was proclaiming his message. Noah was preaching message to that generation, telling them to come into the place of safety. Amen. So that's what was happening in that time, and that time period is called the coming of the Son of Man, or as we saw before, the presence of the Son of Man. So let's examine closely the words of Jesus Christ in Luke 17. Um, It's going to give us some clues of what to look for and what to avoid. And when he, this is verse 20, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God comes not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it, and they shall say it to you, See here or see there, go not after them nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of one part of the heaven, shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. So they're asking, when is the kingdom of God going to come? He says it's not going to come with observation, but it's going to be right inside of you, right among you. Uh, Not in an outward show, and yet that it would be seen openly like shining lightning shining out in the public. So, he tells the disciples, you're not going to personally see any one of the days of the Son of Man again after this. Uh, he, he, that's what they wanted to see, but they're not going to see it. He was going to be crucified and ascend to heaven to be seated at the right hand of God. They would die, go off the scene, before any of this would take place. So then what is one of the days of the Son of Man that they desired to see? Did they desire to go out to lunch with him? and have, have, have a meal? No. Or were they desiring to see his ministry in action, the discerning of the thoughts, the healings, the miracles, the wisdom on how to handle different situations? Well, no doubt he desired simply to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. What they desired more was to see God in action through a man. Uh, the the commentator Bible commentator John Gill writes of this verse, the days of the Messiah, a phrase frequently used in Jewish writings, that is when they should be glad to enjoy one such a day in the personal presence of Christ as they did now. And instead of looking forward to happy days in a temporal sense, they would look back upon the days they have joined with Christ enjoyed with Christ, when he was in person among them and wished they had one of those days again, when besides his corporal presence and spiritual communion with him and the advantage of his ministry and miracles, they had much outward peace and comfort. Wow. So the personal presence of the Son of Man is what they were looking forward to. Um, Now, we read in Matthew 24, There's going to be prophets, claiming to be prophets, claiming to be the manifestation of Christ, claiming to be anointed, not false Jesuses, but false anointed ones, false prophets that are going to come and claim to be anointed with the Spirit of God, but they're false because why? Their teaching is false. They're not teaching the original word. All right, so it says don't follow after them that say go in the secret place, go in the desert. Don't follow those people because the as the lightning shines from one part of heaven unto the other part of heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. In other words, what does lightning do? It illuminates. It brings light when there's darkness, when it's when you're driving across the, the uh, field and you're going, and, and you're looking, and it's completely dark at night, Then the lightning shines, everything is illuminated. And so this is, he says, it's not going to be a private thing, it's going to be done publicly, it'll go around the world. Um, but also, lightning brings illumination, so that when the Son of Man reveals himself, it'll bring illumination. Illumination upon what? Illumination upon the Word. Um, And that's the case with Brother Branham's ministry. It was a worldwide ministry. It brought illumination on the scriptures, just incredible things. And it went forward, and it was publicly manifested before the world. So let's look at a few points here. Four things that the revelation coming of the Son of Man will be. One, it'll bring illumination. Two, it'll be witnessed worldwide. Three, it will be his ministry manifested again for it will be in our midst. Amen. That's beautiful. So let's take a deeper look at that Greek word that's translated there as com- as coming in Matthew twenty four thirty seven, the coming of the Son of Man. We, we mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention again for the sake of emphasis. The word coming there in Greek is parousia, and it means presence. So as you saw in the first quote that we read from Brother Branham, He said, the Son of Man has already come from glory and is revealing, showing them his great presence, doing the same things that he did when he was here on earth, revealing himself like he did to Abraham, the Son of Man, revealing his presence. Amen. The days of Noah are a type of the perusia or presence of the Son of Man. As the days of Noah was a period of time before God's wrath came by water, so is the perusia of the Son of Man a period of time prior to God's wrath being poured out by fire upon the earth. So with that said, I'm just going to close that there. This isn't to be confused with that perusia doctrine that uh, Jehovah's Witness teaches or uh, that people are teaching around the message that are teaching we're in the millennium and all kinds of nonsense that goes along with it. No, this is teaching that the Lord has come down. The Son of Man has come down to reveal His great presence to us. Amen. God bless you. If you have any questions, any feedback, any prayer requests, please let us know. You can message us uh, right below this post or you can send me a private message. I will be glad to get back to you. May the Lord richly bless you.